Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Love Hour Podcast. I am your host, Miss Kev on stage, and I'm joined by my husband and co-host. The Kev on stage. And we have some very special guests here with us today. I'm so excited um, to meet Yvette in person. And of course, we've met Glenn before because we all met on the set of the Spectrum commercial. Spectrum commercial. Get your cable on the internet. Come on, melanin on the Spectrum commercial. We was in there deep, deep. We was in there deep, 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 deep. Um, But we have here Glenn and Yvette Henry. They, of course, are the hosts of How Married Are You? They are a marriage podcast that if you haven't checked out, you absolutely 100% should check out. Thank you guys so much for being here with us. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Yay. Yes. So in case you are unaware of who they are, would one of you mind doing um, an introduction? Who you guys are? How long you've been married? How the podcast started? All of the things. Yeah. So we are the Henrys. Um, we have been married for nine years I started a, uh, I, I come from hip hop and I was doing music for a long time and then I started. You was rapping? I was rapping, oh, barring out, that. like barring out. Were um, you? Yeah. Uh, but no, for sure. No, no. no. It's <laughs> real. Yeah, what was your rap name? Belief. Oh. Yeah, yeah. You, Keeping uh, the brand. Exactly, clean. you know, consistent. So I was doing that um, and then a while after that I was kind of challenged by my wife. She asked me, you know, what's your plan? You know, what's our five year plan or whatever we're gonna do in the next five years? And I was like, I, I have no idea. You know, <laughs> and so she was like, uh, we were laying in bed and she goes, we've been married for, you know, five years at the time. And I trust you with my family and my future. And you don't have five years planned out. Ooh. And she rolled over and went to sleep. But On I could that note? Yeah, yes. And I just stood you ain't there. You five years? And I just, I just, <laughs> I stood there like, I just laid there like, I couldn't sleep. I, I woke up <laughs> I and I, I had to figure out like what I wanted to do. And mm-hmm. so I got with a friend of mine. He asked me. Like, what do you want to do? You know what I'm saying? In five years, I couldn't tell him. 10 years, couldn't tell him. And then he said, 15 years, who do you want to be doing? I said, I want to be telling people how great it is to be a father. And so he's like, well, where are these people you want to be talking to? He's like, where's their attention? I said, on the internet. And so basically, four years ago, we started a plan to like, you know, create content that would show how great it is to be a father over 15 years. And uh, in the process of that, Yvette quit her job as a math teacher. Uh, we could have used, used you last night, night. man. <laughs> what we had a dog on Lake Superior uh, word question. We teach. didn't know what. I taught everything from sixth to middle school and high school. Middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. So what is 1.33 <laughs> thousandths of a feet? I don't know. Girl, we didn't either. <laughs> oh, that, that word problem was so hard. Yes, this was the math problem last night. When I tell you we were confusion. Let me tell. Let me read it to her list. What's the context? I'm going I'm to read That's it to you. That's all the context. It was a word problem. It's, it was a word problem. Nah. Lake Superior. Okay, this is the word problem that we let our son go to bed without knowing <laughs> the answer. Lake Superior along the U.S. Canadian border has a maximum depth of 1.333 thousand feet. There are 5,280 feet in one mile. How deep is Lake Superior in miles? When I tell you, we were like, you'd have to do a conversion. Yeah, man, what? 
A conversion of what? So I would set up ratios and then go. So I would like to cancel out. So you started with feet, right? Mm -hmm. So then I would go with, if you know how many feet are in a mile, then you'd multiply it by that ratio in order to get the miles. Oh, I get what she did. Yep. Not yeah, see, literally multiply it by one point. Yeah. Five thousand two hundred Well, it depends on how many mi feet are in miles, though. I don't know that. Five thousand two hundred eighty feet. Oh, right it said that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I married her because she's man. Let me she tell is you, math. I am not mathematics no math. is her. Math Girl, I got your number now. I'm gonna just send you word <laughs> problems. Seven times eight. People do that all the Plus time. Three. That's funny. Yeah. Yes. Um. So that's a great story. So how long ago did you quit your job? My daughter is now two, two and a half, so two and a half years ago. When and she you quit born. to do this full time? I quit to she be quit a mom. She quit to quit. Um, yeah. I quit to be a mom. It got to the point where I was going to work and like looking at the kids and realizing that I'm spending a lot more time with these kids than I'm spending with my own. And then Glenn and I had been having multiple conversations about how he felt like we were, they were getting my leftovers. Mm -hmm. um, so, cause I wasn't just teaching, I was doing ASB, I was the black student union advisor, like I was doing a lot. And tutoring and. It was just, yeah, so. Were you at home this whole time? Yeah, stay at home dad, like Ah, uh, so you came hurting. home like, so you just gonna give them kids all your yeah, work, yeah. and you <laughs> yes. ain't got nothing left for me yes. or the children? Yes, I was very sensitive, emotional, yeah. and I just was like, you know, I just don't feel like, you know, I, it was a lot. And she like, I'm out here working for the yeah, family. And she's I'm like, out here going exactly. every day here. I gotta come home and deal with you. Exactly. So then she was like, cool, you gotta, you know, she basically, she was like, well, cool. I'm gonna quit my job and you figure it out. And that's what happened. That's not really. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was the vibe. Like she quit her job. and Well, she didn't actually quit a job. She just oh stopped gosh. looking. She just stopped looking for a new job. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And I was just like, okay, so we just not going look no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So then um, basically I was making like 700 bucks on Patreon at the time, you know, and uh, I had like one brand deal and I was all into Gary V and the grind and the grind, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I'm saying? And, um, you know, things just kind of picked up and, and we kind of leveled out, you know, and nice. uh, we just kept grinding. Yeah. I love it. That's such a great story. And it is so different than uh, me and Kevin's story, but it also parallels mm -hmm. in right. um, a lot of ways. So thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for um, sharing that story with us. And I think today's topic will lend itself to dive a little bit deeper into both of our stories and some of the parallels. Um, but before we get started, we always start with the that or this, this or that question that is submitted from our listener audience. Um, if you're interested in submitting a question, that or this, that or this or that question, please send your questions to hello at thelovehour.com. Is that the email address I normally give out? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. <laughs> I couldn't tell. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Listen to my mixtape again. It's fire. Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, that's a cop car, so that just means you're in trouble. That's not nah, what man. They like, man, what's that? Fire burning? <laughs> Emergency services on the way. Question. Hello, Kevin and Melissa. Hello. My name is, Hello. I won't say that, and I'm a faithful listener of your podcast. This or that question. The food supply in the country is scarce. You haven't eaten or drank anything in 48 hours due to the lack of food that's available. Here's the question. Would you rather eat a piece of chicken off the floor or drink from a stranger's cup? What state we in? <laughs> We're in what all state? in California. What kind of chicken is this? Fried? Y'all got too many questions. LA, LA, LA or San Diego? LA. Oh, gosh. Drink from a stranger's cup. I'm going with the chicken. chicken. Off the ground? I'm going with the chicken. 
kiss that thing up to Folks the are gross. Their mouths are gross. Mm-hmm. Wait, is the chicken untouched? It's just I'm going with, I'm chicken? thinking of a fresh piece of chicken that's just on the ground. It's on the ground. I'm picking it up. I'm praying over it. I can't, I can't, I don't like sharing saliva with people. Yeah. People walk on the ground. Dogs walk on the ground. No, people I don't, pee, spit, You know sneeze. how I feel about drinking after people. I can't do it. I got a child. That's making I my stomach. I'll, I, got a, I have a child people I won't eat, eat after. Me too. Yeah, I got a child that's kind of like, oh, that's we drinking after him now? kids drink. They put that. more stuff I in it. I very yeah. rarely like, eat or drink after juice. my kids because yeah. I just be like, y'all are gross. Now it's a smoothie. I'm eating off the ground for sure. Yeah, I'm eating off the ground. I'm taking I'm my drinking chances. out of somebody's cup. I just can't pick it off the ground. It's just so many I mean, things could have happened. I don't know. I feel like if you could pick it off, like I would probably see how it landed and eat the part that didn't hit the uh, Yeah, you can eat the inside, take off the yeah. skin. I think oh, I, I would eat, eat off the, the ground, the cement. Yeah. That wasn't the question. It was on the bathroom floor. <laughs> it didn't oh, say wait, the bathroom, bathroom floor. floor. No, oh. it didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> If it's just you know what's funny about times. that? I when I was a kid, I used to be like sneaking Swiss cake rolls. Mind your business. And um, <laughs> one time, I, I, a teacher was coming in the hallway, and I went to go eat it in the bathroom. And just taking food in the bathroom air, I just it's like oh, I can't eat it yeah. now. Yeah, bathroom yeah. air got on it. That's yeah. how I feel too. I can't um, do that. I don't like. Don't share nothing liquid with me. Cereal. Don't eat off my spoon if I have ice cream. Don't don't <laughs> ice do none cream of that. Ice cream is not even liquid. Yeah, no, but this is the problem. People never eat all the ice cream off the scoop. They never get yes. all of it out. So you leave that top part that you grazed your mouth and your tongue over, and then be like, here. Yeah. No. Yvette won't even drink after me. Like you know how you have the can. You drink out of the can. It's just it's that just, little bit of. She's either. like, mm, can you finish that? Yep. <laughs> she makes me slurp it all up. I'm high five. Melissa, if you take a bite of her food, you can just have it. Seriously. Oh, wow. Share soup with me. Nope, I'm not uh, sharing. I've been inside your body. Nope, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. How is because, that not weirder because, than sharing soup? Because the soup, what happens is it drips off your lip back into the bowl. So but now it's so I small. have the your, bacteria on the. It's so small, but there. it's just enough to make my stomach turn. Mm. It's you. You get in your mind about it. You do. You get a rumination thought about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I would drink after somebody else. You do. I, I don't. just slurped. I mean, off the floor. You know what I'm saying? Especially because, like, you know, plants. You know, plants come from dirt. You eat plants. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's a little it. bit more. I'm here for all the chickens. Things. Walk all over the. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so this is our um, first time. Not our first time. I keep saying that. And that's not an accurate statement. But um, it is our first time having this conversation where we've had another influencer couple on the podcast where we've been able to talk about child the life and times of being a podcast influencer yeah. being a mama being a daddy being a husband being a wife you know, being an influencer man. doing commercials <laughs> and you like the name? impact on you that you know how many people hit you up that ain't hit you up after you've been in a commercial yeah oh, hey man saw you oh, on oh you still follow me yeah. on the ground yeah I saw oh, you on the TV oh my boy Kev oh I'm now your boy I ain't been your boy yeah. for years yeah. I pop up on your TV now we boys they come out the woodworks man. surprise surprise so what we're gonna do is definitely dive deep into that conversation so I have a couple like posing questions that we can dive into um, but before we get into that I also wanna tell all of our listeners about my plan for the month of October cause this is the last episode for this month right September I think so and so for the month of October we are going to be dedicated to women's health I am so 
freaking excited about it. I have a bunch of OBGYNs lined up. And part of the reason this was um, an important topic to me is because as a woman, I have suffered with woman issues, namely UTIs. Um, that is something that is such a common occurrence for mm-hmm. women. It is um, just something that's chronic. It's part of our the way our bodies are structured that just makes us more susceptible to UTIs than it is for men. And so I personally was going through one, went to the doctor, haven't been to the doctor in forever. I was like, Sifto was diagnosing, drinking cranberry juice, doing all of these things. And she was like, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, let me explain to you why it's not a good idea to just stay at home with this and keep self-diagnosing yourself for months and months and months and months and months. Mm-hmm. You need to come into the doctor mm-hmm. and you need to figure out what's going on with your body. You don't want this to get worse and become, you know, um, from a lower bladder to an upper or lower UTI infection to an upper UTI infection, which is a kidney infection. And that can be serious. Um, and one of the things, so that's why we're going to have all of the, the OBGYNs out next month. So one of the things that um, I was using while I was having this UTI was Yakora, and I was super excited when they wanted to partner with us because again I've used this company prior to them even being um, sponsors for the podcast so what is Yakora? Um, if you get UTIs you know that cranberry juice is useless and taking too many antibiotics can be problematic so what should you do you should try Yakora, the natural effective effective way to prevent UTIs. Cranberry douche does not help with prevention. Okay, let's just get that. Ask me how I know. Uh, what's amazing about Yakora is its unique formula targets bacteria and enables you to safely flush bacteria out of your or your urinary tract, stopping UTIs before they even start. And what did uh, old dude say? An ounce of prevention is worth a, a pound, pound of, of, cure? of cure. Care. Care. Cure. I thought it was cured too. Okay. Yakora also makes a specialized probiotic, Yakora Promote, which includes two specific strains of good bacteria that your body needs to help keep bad bacteria in check. Yakora Promote pro- uh, balances pH and restores good bacteria bacteria <laughs> that keeps your system healthy. Just take one capsule a day to ward off UTIs and other tough issues like yeast infections. Ooh, that's something I should dive into. I, I don't really all the way understand yeast infections. Um, try your, your Cora risk-free for 30 days and say goodbye to UTIs. And right now, your Cora is offering 30% off when you text the word love, that's L-O-V-E, to 484848. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Text love, that's L-O-V-E, to 484848 to get 30% off your order of your Cora. Again, that's love, L-O-V-E, to 484848. And we will leave all of that information as always in the description box um, because like I said, I've used them and it was, it worked really, really good. Okay, so. Uh, can I just say y'all saving lives with these sponsors? <laughs> I work really hard to get really good she sponsors. Does. She don't be taking all the sponsors. No, she but like the people matters. try them. Like yeah. it's really like really cool stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, that, you're, like literally I, I took their pills and it's like an Alka-Seltzer pill where you stick it in and mm-hmm. you just oh. drink it. It's like a fizzy drink. And it did like ward off. I was already deep in my UTI game. That's why I had to go to the doctor. But it did like help with the symptoms. Nice. Um, okay, so anyway, what we want to do now is talk about... Can I interject yes. just for a moment? Because I don't know if we told the audience that we have our youngest baby here with us. Yeah, so if yes. you see me kind of like... Is you know maybe not saying? on camera? 
Oh, oh, he is. I'm oh, totally yeah. distracted. He's so cute. He's <laughs> looking know. at me. I'm like, Ugh. we're trying to I, get him to go to sleep. I he's fading. Yeah. He's like, is he faded? Uh, uh, yeah, he, faded. he looks wide <laughs> awake. No, he be taking long blinks, yeah. uh, and then yeah. I'll say something. He be like, what's that? <laughs> I'm yeah. up again. Come okay. On, let me. Oh, I did see the blink. There's a little on. baby in here, guys. I just didn't know. Sorry. Okay, that yeah. was a good call. Okay, so. The first question that I have, and we can all kind of all just talk and kind of have a dialogue around this, is um, let's actually talk about the story because we have Uzi here. Mm-hmm. And Uzi was actually born on June 26th. And the reason why I know this is because it is me and Kevin's anniversary. And the reason why I know that is because we were all on set together. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Yvette was supposed to be on mm-hmm. set with us filming the Spectrum commercial. If you di- haven't seen the Spectrum commercial, I'm not quite sure where you've been. Yeah, because uh, it's Don't everywhere, sleep. literally sleep. across the United States. I mean, States. I haven't seen it. Really? I've only I seen, it seen it once. Because I, we don't have cable. Uh, so, I mean, it's possible that y'all haven't seen it. I've seen it once. So anyway, we're all (laughs) in the the commercial together. And one of the things that happened, um, which is so funny. So Glenn comes in and he's like, you know, my wife's pregnant. She's due like literally any day. Were you past past day? Yeah. Yeah, Okay. So you were past due. Yeah. (sighs) I I, I, like start to cry when I listen. So I'm just going to let y'all know, man. Okay. You did this last time, man. It made me uncomfortable. (laughs) I get most of you. He comes in with the love. You, you have to tell time. him to get off. The hands, yeah, the you got to tell him to so get off. It's a, it's a supportive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like but a dry it, rubber it, for cries. But it's more like um, <laughs> the jack. I mean, not the jack in a box. That that's what your cry is doing. It's just winding yeah. it up until it just it's eventually just like says, comes hey, out. I'm here, I understand. I'm sorry, but go ahead. T- tell yes. the story. So we're all on set together. Jason is there with us, and I mean, from the moment you arrived, you were stressed. It was almost like you knew the baby was coming because mm. you weren't in labor that morning, anything. But he mm. came in like, tense, yeah, like my wife can be, you know, she's due any moment. Like in reality, she's past due. It was like, I'll walk out this commercial. Yes, right it was now. like dead serious. Oh, I was so for real. So we get, like, you know, kind of situated, filling out paperwork, whatever it is we're doing. We Before we even really get a chance to get into makeup. He comes back and is like, she's in labor right now. And he was like, all right, y'all, it's going to be good. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> good day for, with everybody love y'all, us love up, y'all. Telling us he's got to go. <laughs> and so and my brother-in-law, Jason, yes, out. because this is the day that we're shooting this commercial. Yeah. And so, I didn't realize how big it was. Like, I didn't know I had either. all those lines. Neither. Yeah, we didn't either. It was a movie set. Yeah. Yes. Like, it, oh, was a, it was a legit production. Oh, Biggest production I've ever been a part of. Yeah. Yes. It was bigger than Pampers? Yes. It was a. There was like fifty crew there. Me and Josh were like, dude, there was was a lot everywhere. Yes, there's a PA that just wiped Wiped down the iPad after each take. We were like, what are you doing? He was like, look, man, if I don't do something, they gonna send me home. (laughs) I've I've made myself iPad uh, wiper. It never even got touched. Yeah. Yeah. So this is at least from my perspective, and I'll give you like allow you to tell the inside scoop of it. So before we know it literally we met Glenn and then it was goodbye Glenn (laughs) it was like hi how are you guys all right I gotta go my wife's having this baby and so Jason from my understanding goes back he has a conversation with you and Jay is like listen number one you live in San Diego we're 
up the street from where we are now and he's like you're not gonna make it like the traffic is terrible you're not gonna make it she's going you guys suffered the traffic this morning it's gonna take you by the time you get there um she's gonna have already had the baby but not just that you would have missed out part of fatherhood because he's like i'm a father like this is what i do i need to be there for my kids my wife you were john q room and announced to the room yeah it was a serious moment though you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. this was a true moment and he's like but you know you're um part of being a dad is uh being able to financially provide yeah and so because them people wasn't trying to hear none of that oh my i mean they were understanding but also like i don't know what we all do yeah Uh, what is we going yes because see here is your name yeah you said i'm gonna be doing (laughs) it yeah because they were looking at it like if we don't shoot this today we got to reschedule the whole re- thing. And I, we were going to Mexico like the next day. Yeah. And then back on tour because it was in June and July. That's no, when we were doing know, heavy dates. That was when we were about to be gone for like 14 That's days. That's what I'm saying. So it wasn't going to be no reshoot. No. That's when we got back after being gone all of June. Mm-hmm. Right. And then July was coming. Same deal. Essence yes. was coming up. We all canceled of that. our anniversary. Yes. To be on set. Plans for this. So anyway. Yeah. We're, oh, I'm, dang. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I had a whole. I, I felt all of this By the way, day. she yeah, killed he, me. He had she had my birthday party. Like she did it so good yes. so I had the plan to upstage her on my mm. wedding anniversary and I couldn't even do it because of this commercial so I just had to take that loss for my birthday it, you know, which kind be, of uh, go ahead I was just gonna say which kind of speaks to the um, payment that Spectrum offered I don't know oh, I feel yeah. like you canceling that and him Missing the child. Yeah, it was we don't like, talk about the payments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we not, the end, yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, like, no, you you could say it because yeah. I was like, listen, how much? Yeah, yeah. You know what wedding yeah. anniversary thing I could do next year? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, yeah. and that was part of it yeah. was understanding. And yeah. I want to be clear because uh, I can hear comment like that's yeah. not I would have left. I would have done yeah. that. And I want to be clear here that you guys had a conversation yes. as well. And I think that's important to know and recognizing that this is what you do and it doesn't come without sacrifice. Yeah. yeah. Ask me, am I selling out? Yes. And I was like, these were yes. honest conversations. Yeah, you <laughs> Your baby's being born. And you don't want to be there for some yeah, money. Yeah. For some money. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I because I, I have been there, not necessarily on a birth, because I wasn't an influencer where my kids were born. Yeah. But me and Melissa, there's been so many times where you realize the thing that you love, your dream that you chase, also comes with the negative part of you missing out on stuff. Yeah. And it's just some of it's unplanned because you planned the baby should have been, you know born by then mm-hmm. yeah. um you did the best you could and it was just a one day few hour shoot it Yo, was literally that's like it. we was only supposed to be there for a few hours yes it was literally the worst even if she would have been into labor eight hours later yeah. or yeah. eight hours earlier yep. yeah it would have been totally fine right. but he literally did it at the time that he like the thing that really changed i, I feel like helped you like calm down and i'll let you talk as well there was no way possible <laughs> to make it back because yeah. the birthing, it was going to happen quick. She was like, the baby was like, all right, man, I'm about this sack. I'm <laughs> yeah, about, yeah. open it up. I'm out. Mind you, this is baby number four. Yeah. And with me, my births, my labors have been shorter and shorter with each. Yeah. So this baby. labor was like, what, five hours? Yeah. Yeah, it was like no time. And no. so the, the hard part about it was that, you know, for me, I really was like this is our this, we're trying to like this is the last one this is the finale like i'm gonna i had like all the shots i was gonna get i wanted to film it like and just you know like yeah. i wanted to make this memory yeah. like, this is the last one and um it just was like 
I'm where am I supposed to be? Where do I where am I most needed? Mm. Somebody else can do this commercial. Right. But only one person can like I'm like I'm the only person that belongs there. You right. know what I'm saying? Mm. And so to be somewhere where I'm not belong just because of a contract, I was ready to just take that L. Well, you was. actually belonged in both places. Because you worked for the commercial but and I get you what he's for the saying. baby. I I, I know yeah. what he's saying, but I'm saying But uh, here's what I'm saying. Nobody else like has the right to experience that right. and Got see it. that. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like no one else. No, I get it. And so I just was like At the end of the day, the spectrum commercial role is replaceable. Period. Yes. And I was I was looking at your brother like, yo, can you say these lines? <laughs> oh, so yeah. anybody uh, can do was, this. Jay was in the phone like uh he was making phone calls in case. Yeah. Honestly, we thought you were leaving. No, I thought I was leaving. Yeah. And the, and the only thing that stopped me, what was it? When they said they would get me a helicopter. Mm. Yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, the vlog finna be fire. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna hop off the helicopter right. and go kiss my baby. Like, with a an explosion behind exactly. you. Exactly. No you know what I'm saying? Just throw it in and post. Just throw it in and post. Yeah. Hit up Jaws. Have him do it. You Can know you ex walk us through the conversation? And yeah. I think that's one of the things that's so important is that in this life, meaning the life of being an influencer, and marriage in general, but very specifically um, in this life, it is so important that you and your spouse are one on one accord. Because if you are not, there are so many yeah. things that come up that you can be over here, he can be over here, and if you're not on one accord, that brings strife and arguments and resentment and just unnecessariness yeah. in your relationship. And so it's so important to be on one accord. Just as an example, I mean, we've shared this on, and I'm gonna let you uh, share your story, but I, I want it to be conversational so mm -hmm. we don't feel like we're just interviewing y'all. Mm -hmm. uh, but we've shared our struggles with um, Joey, with my youngest son, being on tour, we did 82. 82, 82 dates 82 from shows. the end of um, January, 82 shows from the end of January until three weeks ago. Oh my goodness. Um, and so that we're gone a lot yeah. every single weekend, basically. And even when we're on vacation as a child, a 10, 11 year old child, sometimes you're like, I just want to be at home. Yeah. yeah. I just want to be able to go to the Santa Monica Pier with my friends instead of being out of town. Mm -hmm. I just want to be at home. And so being able to, so Kevin and I have to have a conversation at the <clears throat> end and say, what does our next year look like? How do we reconcile the need to not only chase your dreams on a like personal fulfillment level, but also being able to provide financially yeah. for your fa for yeah. your family when yeah. you've made this a career choice. Yeah. Being able to reconcile those two things warrant a conversation. Mm -hmm. So how do you guys have that conversation? He's falling asleep. Um, where you say, no boo, it's okay, be there, mm. do that, or wh however that conversation no. looks. So the, the funny thing is um, when they left the day before, I literally um, told Maggie, who's our brand manager, that um, I was like, you know, the Lord's timing. He's got this. He's like, you know, I just believe that the Lord was not going to let me go into labor while they were gone. And so that morning wow. when I woke up. Little do you know, you don't know the Lord at all. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, no, seriously, I don't know how many times it has happened, but throughout this pregnancy, I was like, babe, I'm in labor. It's time. All these false alarms. I'm like, man, if you don't get off, baby. I'm like, you owe me a baby as much as I'm rubbing you trying to get this baby out. Like one time we full on blew up the pool. It was my birthday, June 4th. We blew up the pool and everything. It was just because we had a home birth. But um, so that morning when I woke up and I was feeling what felt like contractions, I was in complete disbelief that 
it was even happening. Mm. So before I even called anybody, I was like, you know what, let me just time these real quick. Let me just see mm. how it was going. And it got more and more intense. And I was like, but wait, Lord, like, you know what today means for yeah. us. Mm -hmm. Like this, for us, it meant quite a bit. Like we had a car that fit five people mm -hmm. and we were about to add a sixth member to our family. So and we so we needed the money because right. we, we didn't want to go into debt for a car. Right. Um, and so I was like, no, 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 no. It's yeah. not happening. Yeah. So then I called a couple of people and I was like, okay, I think this is happening. And I didn't even want to tell Glenn. Mm. Like I. Because you knew how he was going to react. I, that confliction. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I called Maggie and I was like, Maggie, this is what's happening. Do you think like. Because Maggie was it? on set with us. Yeah. And I was like, do you think we could like, he could just do it. And then you tell him and then you guys like zip home. Because I didn't know like how fast or right. slow it was going to be. It was going so slow. But um, nobody was in a rush, and she was like, "Okay, I won't tell him." But then my mom got there, and I was talking to my mom. I was like, "He's gonna be mad at because I didn't give him the opportunity, opportunity to make a choice. to make a decision for himself." That's good wifing, yeah. And good so mommy. I good was mommy. like, "Uh, okay." So then I called Glenn, and I, I, I think I started crying at one point, but I was just Aww. like. Babe. And I'm like the meme. <laughs> <laughs> I was hurt. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I I wanted him to be able to do it all. Right. Like just mm -hmm. do the do commercial, what you have come to do. home. And um and there's a lot of things I don't know if we're allowed to share, but that was like, oh my goodness, like if you don't do it, then this could mean like, you know, like yeah. Yeah. it was just some things. And so I don't know. But we talked and yeah, I, the thing is we talked and she, the thing is we communicate, but mm -hmm. I think during that time, people were trying to protect each position. Yeah. Right. So Maggie was trying to protect the set and uh, Diana who was there texting for event was trying to protect that whole situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we had two people, this is actually a place where we didn't really communicate as well as we Because you have these intermediaries. We had, we had people like kind of talking for us mm -hmm. and so, only thing I knew was that I was supposed to get done as much as I can and I would leave as soon as possible. They're gonna fly me in a helicopter. So when we're in the middle of shooting in that backyard scene, yeah. and then Yvette FaceTimes me and she goes, why aren't you in the car? Like I, I didn't broke, know about the helicopter. I mm. broke down. I thought all that stuff was being communicated. Mm. And because, so, okay, go ahead. Yeah, and so when she asked me that, I was like, oh man. And so like, I feel like, hey, baby, you know the helicopter, it's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chopper City, you yeah, know. Yeah. And <laughs> Spectrum, to be fair, they were very accommodating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Up until the very end, they were like, we will fly. I don't remember why it didn't work out, Yeah, but they the were helicopter. willing yeah. to like, we will fly you back to San Diego to make sure that you get home like as quickly as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and I think that, you know, it, it's one of those things where, you know, sometimes, I know even in your situation, you're just not able to be around. You know what I mean? And for me, mm -hmm. like I thought that as a father, like I stopped doing hip hop and traveling because I don't like to leave my family. Right. Like I realized and you know, I was performing and all this stuff and you know, traveling around and I was like, man, I'm sitting here like inspiring these, you know, mm -hmm. hundred people for 20, 30, sometimes an hour. But the biggest stage I'll ever stand on is in my living room. Like wow. it's not on any of these other stages. You know a what I'm whole saying? Bar. So, so I was like, I, I, I'm called to be a father. I can figure out how to make money at home. I'm gonna do the YouTube thing. And so that's kind of the weight that we carry. It's like, yeah, man, I, I love, I love like what I do. I love what we're able to do and, and like what it means to the world. But at the sacrifice of my family, it's just not worth it. Sure. You know. That's good stuff. You had something to say, Kev? Mm-mm. My stage was in Chicago. It was ten thousand. So, oh, oh okay. 
<laughs> big numbers. Well, yeah, my numbers were my numbers were. I you know. think that that is such um such an important point and such an important revelation because. Um, it prioritizes your life. Mm -hmm. It yeah. always allows you in the mix of any sort of um, push-pull situation. They've been saying that a lot in our uh, pitch meetings that we just had. Push-pull, you need this push-pull. Uh, so anytime you have that kind of push-pull, you're able to clearly decipher this is what's important mm -hmm. to me. And then make your decisions always from that position. And if you aren't clear um, as to what your priorities were or are, you will get, you'll go wherever the wind's blowing. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, and someone spoke to me and they told me that they were like, you know, as parents, we get to show our children attributes of God. Mm. You know, like we get to show him our kids things about God that God does. Wrath, but, vengeance, <laughs> jealousy, uh, you know, uh, joy, patience, <laughs> love. You know what I'm Tell saying? I start with the vengeance. <laughs> but we, fear me. But we are not God, so we are not omnipresent. Yeah. So we can only be at one place at one time. Yeah. But through those places, we can still show our children attributes of God. Yeah. Absolutely. Family attributes. Of you God. know what else should be omnipresent is um, your underwear. Oh, all right. They should be and cover <laughs> all places at all things so that you don't have uncomfortable walks down the street. Yeah. So okay. they should cover all of the places. So mm -hmm. I pulled it together a little Amen. bit. Yeah, that um, just came in out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, okay. Uh, so I want to tell you about Me Undies. You know I love Me Undies. You know Kevin loves Me Undies. Why do I love I'm Me Undies? I'm wearing Me Undies. I am wearing my Me Undies as well. It's inappropriate to show you, but I want you to know that that is the fact that we both are. And part of the reason I love them, number one, you all know this, is because they have matching his or her underwear. We've talked about this. These are great great gifts especially with the holidays coming up if you have um <coughs> you and your spouse you want to do partner gifts maybe you want to give it to a, a couple that just recently got married oh, they're fun. just such fun gifts but beyond that they're comfortable they're extremely extremely comfortable they have the no tag waistbands mm. child they have all of the oh, things that you need in a comfortable pair of underwears they have fun colors they have solid colors they have white they actually just sent us a box of like just plain white underwear they have every Everything that you want in a pair of like really great comfortable underwear child so me undies are made with soft sustainable fabric and available in sizes extra small through 4xl uh, me undies are made for your self-expression new fun prints drop every tuesdays and every tuesday and members get exclusive access to new prints every single month me undies has a great offer for my listeners for any first-time purchasers get 15 percent off and free shipping so to get 15% off your first pair of underwear free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee go to meundies.com slash love hour that's meundies.com slash love hour while we're talking about kids we also want to talk to you about Lola Lola goes into our podcast starter kit as you all know you want to have a good time maybe have yourself a little oozy uh, <laughs> go ahead and go on and get I that Lola yeah. they sell <laughs> Oh right, not the rapper. Uzziah. 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 <laughs> a little Uzziah. If he comes a rapper, uh, it's gonna be like yeah. Yeah. little, little or Uzi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, uh, we were talking about um, next month where I'm gonna have a bunch of women on OBGYNs, gynecologists on the podcast. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton pads, tampons, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes. This is important too because if you use the wrong products in 
internally your body mm-hmm. will respond accordingly yep. so all natural and things that are made by women we understand the inner workings of our bodies we understand how finicky they can be so that's always important to me um plus they offer sex stuff too child they got lubricants and condoms Great lube. and good good smooth no child, sticky all residue. and they're all made with women in mind yeah all right oh, yeah. lola subscription is fully customizable you can choose your mix of products mix of absorbency number of boxes and frequency of delivery lola subscription is super flexible you can change skip or cancel your subscription at any time lola is known for its line of period products made with organic cotton lola additionally offers sex products made with women in mind child i'll be knowing sex by lola is a line of gynecologist approved sexual health and wellness products lubricated condoms uh, personal lubricant and cleansing wipes designed first and foremost for women why did it just occur to me what personal lubricant means oh <laughs> yeah let's figure that all okay. out you know the sex by lola line is also available we've used the lubricant but i'd never realized that it was it said personal lubricant like i don't know i just had a full-on like duh moment the sex by lola line is also available for subscription you can add to your period subscription so everything is conveniently delivered to your ideal schedule for 40 percent off your first month subscription visit mylola.com and enter love hour love when on. you subscribe again for 40 percent off your first month subscription visit mylola.com and enter love when you subscribe okay so let's go back to something Lynn, okay. Lynn said about the stage in the living room one thing that i had to realize i it is very important to me that i keep my word to my children mm-hmm. and what happens in this business is so your words are tested yes <laughs> i told my my kids because i basically was on tour for two years straight like we did the first real comedians, mm-hmm. we took like Thanksgiving off, maybe basically about six weeks off. Yeah. But then uh, New Year's Eve service of 2019, mm-hmm. I tried out my new hour for the first time, and then pretty much after that, I was on the road in January. Even before the tour started, me and Josh were, uh, Jason were practicing, you know. So and then we just went on tour to August or August, and then even through August we've been traveling and September. So I told my kids November, December, and January I'll take off. Um, and Melissa will take off and we will not do anything where we are separated. So we'll still travel for Thanksgiving and Christmas, but we won't be separated from you. Man, when I tell you I finished that tour and I got offered to do a, mm. another tour, a world tour mm. with a famous musician, Grammy Award winning, mm. not just nominated, mm. winning. I was like, yeah, man, you could open up for me. And it was like, they showed me the itinerary and it was literally all the places that I dreamed of performing. Oh. So I had to really be like, Nah, oh, I can't. And that's the reconciling. I think it goes back to what I was just saying about but making sure you're. Pri- you can. I just I'm piggybacking uh, off making sure that your priorities are straight because it helps you make your decision. It helps in you make tough your decision. moments. Yes, your priority always comes through. Yes. So one of my rules, Melissa and I never have. I've never missed a birthday. I've never been out of town on a birthday or a first day of school. And on JoJo's birthday. Now, mind you, this is the kid who, I didn't care about my birthday. I didn't care about nothing. I didn't have to go to dinner. You don't have to buy me a gift. But it's still like we want to be there for you. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't want to do nothing but sit there and sulk. Um, I had an opportunity to do a TV sitcom or a TV pilot. Mm. And I had looked at the date wrong. I was like, October 19th. I have emails to yeah, Melissa. Yeah. And even my assistant, like all that. So the producer called me and was like, okay, what are your schedule looking like for Thursday? And I'm like, Thursday? What, what you mean? They're like, yeah, it's on September 19th. And I was like, 
oh, what time? And it was literally at the time we pick up uh. our sons. So they said they were gonna try to work with me. They couldn't. Yeah. So I it was either go to JoJo's, be with JoJo for his birthday, or do this TV pilot. And it was like a pilot of a show I would like have dreamt of doing. Had to say no. Just the other day, somebody hit me up like, man, I got a thing for you. And listen, you'll get to travel for 10 days. All expenses is paid for in January. Yeah. And I was like, but I told my son. And the kids don't even know that we are keeping our word to them. Because they'll um, they'll act like they understand, like oh I get it, I get it. Yeah. But you, all you are is your word, especially because we miss so much. I'm like, look, these three months is y'all's. You know what I mean? And I think I hope these opportunities come back again. But if they don't, as a father, it's my primary responsibility to keep my word to my children. But but are, but are you like in, in next year? Are you like? All right, so I ain't gonna say that next year. No, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like next year, I gotta keep it open for you. You know what I'm saying? So we talked about, so one of the reasons we did it this heavily for this year is because for the two years we had traveled so much. Like I had traveled yeah. a lot in their life, but never this much. Yeah. And Melissa hadn't really traveled at all. Mm-mm. And now two years in a row, it's like, it was a lot for them. They're yeah. like, bro, we're not really used formative to it. Formative years? Yeah, formative years and stuff. So um, I pretty much, it'll i don't know if i take three months off but i also don't plan on touring as heavy next the next years as i did this year yeah so that way even if i have to do something in november or december maybe they'll be like oh cool you've been around more and melissa's gonna she's not even touring next year so she'll yeah. be around too so yes i've been more open to that but at the end of the day you're gonna have to choose the opportunity or your family you mm-hmm. know what i mean and this dude when i first moved to la he said this business will give you whatever you ask of you Drugs, money, women, power, whatever. You have to decide what you want out of it. And I had to realize that I don't need to be filthy rich and famous. I want to be able to take care of my family. You shaking the mess out. That baby been mm-hmm. sleep for 15 minutes. He's like, uh, you're going to win. It's a certain tempo. He's good at a certain tempo. Uh, so I realized that I'm okay having my career go slower if it, if it keeps my kids intact. I don't want it to go so fast that I lose what made me me and lose the humbleness and, and the grounding part of me. and But you're you're gonna constantly get tested to see if you're really about what you say you are. Yeah, keep going, keep going, you know I was gonna tell him, but he new to the beer game. Y'all gotta keep my man on point. All right, he new oh, to the beer game. You got it, you got it. I, I was gonna ask it. y'all if I had something in my beer, because I'm like, y'all let my man no, just sit out can. here with the fuzz in his beer. You are the one that's closest to me going, talking about y'all like, Should I reach out or interrupt? You don't have to touch. <laughs> I, 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 like, was Yo, gonna, I was gonna Check grab it, because I know you're new to it. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, don't grab it. Anyway. Yes, but then, but then, <laughs> but, but this, <laughs> but this, but this, like, if you, that's not a real thought, that's not yeah. a real feeling, then you can actually grow bitter to your child in yes. the future. Like, say that opportunity never oh, comes yeah, back, yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. sitting there, like, you know, say JoJo's 15, and you're like, man, you don't really, you don't sacrifice for me, da da da, da. and you're like, well, actually, yeah. back in 2019, right. you know what I'm saying? So, and like, I don't ever want them to. I, I get that. I don't ever want them to feel like they. And that's we we had to have some tough conversations where. When JoJo was like, like y'all travel, I had to tell him like, this is part of my job. So mm-hmm. it's gonna require me to be gone, but what can we do to make sure this isn't as hard on you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we've had that conversation. And I think they understand, like they know this is not a normal you know, job and it does give you certain benefits and it, and it also has certain drawbacks as well. Which I think is the part of um, reconciling. Yeah. So either having 
because at the end of the day, one thing you just said is so true. You will become bitter and angry inside if you're not fulfilled with the life that you've lived. Yeah. If you feel like you all you've done is sacrifice so your kids can have a good life. If you feel like you've sacrificed for your wife, if you feel like you sacrificed for your husband or whatever, you feel like you sacrificed for your parents' dream, you will be unfulfilled. Yes. You will live an unfulfilled life. So, so making simple, sure yeah. that you have a conversation where you're able to, again, reconcile the desire to be fulfilled, the desire to go out and accomplish and manifest your dreams with your responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you know what's crazy too? It's like having, your kids can understand at least, hey, we're sacrificing, yeah. we want to take. Yeah. Our children, they like, my mm. son tells me, he, he told me at five years old that I'm not spending enough time with my family and I'm, I'm too distracted by my work. He came to like me. And, yes. He like pulled him he pulled aside. Pulled him to the side and said, hey, can I talk to you? Hey, Glenn, listen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I know what I said. See, you're on your, you, and I tried to pull out, I pulled out the phone to like record him say it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, see? And I was like, oh, like first he of all. He caught you in mid yes, trying to capture the yes, moment? Yes, yes, yes. And he said, you know, you're distracted by this, you're distracted by that. But he, but he felt comfortable enough to come to me. That's awesome. As the oldest male, but you know, mm-hmm. yeah. and say, just to let you know, you're not, you're missing the mark. You used to play with us all the time. Mind you, I was a stay at home dad. So he used to play with us all the time, he used to wrestle, he used to do all these things, and now you're working all the time. I was like, yeah, but mommy's home. I can make money. We got to pay off mommy's debt. Not mommy's debt, our debt. Sorry. He won't let me live it down. Hey. I just tried to get a college education. Yeah. Right. Girl, I hear you. I hear you. I hear all right. you. All right. So we over that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, we're but, not. But, 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 so I'm like, I'm trying to pay off this and this and this. I'm like, you know, we owe 30,000 of these. Like, showing him a dollar, he doesn't get it. You know yeah, what I'm like, saying? I hear all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But, but you, we do this we with need cars. To wrestle. Yeah, yeah, we need to I do need this. you to go. And so, it, I feel it, and the kids don't understand. They say stuff like, oh, you're not a good parent, or, you know what I mean? Like they, And you're like, man, if you don't get out of here yeah. with that, do you know? And when they see their other friends, they're like, see, their dads are always with them. Yes. Because when they come around, their dad's always there. Right. But I'm like, these dudes work nine to fives. Like, right. you, they don't see their family as yes. much as I see you. And they ain't trying to hear that. Mm-hmm. They ain't, man. I, be, I, I have that same thing. Like, my oldest son understands a little more because he's a little older, and just his temperament is different. I think his love language is not the same as JoJo's. But JoJo's like, and it really clicked when we were out of town in Paris, mm-hmm. I believe. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I just want to be at home. And I'm like, boy, you are in Europe, dude. You understand mm-hmm. what I He's like, yeah, man, but I just want to be at our house. And it wasn't even a cheap hotel. I mean, it wasn't crazy. We ain't yeah. balling like that. But they like there's a certain safety and security about being in your own house, your own room, your own refrigerator. You know and what I mean? Me like undies. after a while, you know me undies. Room service. Man, or after just, the yeah. end of this thing, we were like we were in Spain and I was like, I'm sick of it. Yeah. Because uh, we had been like a m- eight months of eating hotel food four or five days. Yeah. It's not even good anymore. No, so how not. are you guys doing? So I was going to say one of, one of the things before we get into that I want right. to ask is, and it'll go into that I think, is I think I want us all to talk about maybe how we're doing and then maybe also offer tips Mm-hmm. on like ways that we are having these conversations with our children, ways that we're having conversations with our spouse um, to ensure that we are fulfilled. And you know what I mean? Cause these are real sacrifices that we're mm-hmm. making. Mm-hmm. And so how are we doing it all? Are we doing it all? Mm-hmm. Are we missing the mark? Like what are some tips that we can offer people that 
people see us people see y'all and they're like goals marriage goals yeah. marriage goals and i'd be like girl ain't none of my goals crossed off <laughs> none of them you should yeah. see my to-do list it's just a carryover from yesterday yeah. like to-do's nothing is happening stuff from yesterday. yes mm-hmm. like I, we're not doing it all so like let's dispel the myth and say these are things that we are working on these are things that um we've done that we know works but child we don't have it all because one of the things i'm always like i don't got it all together like one of my um friends she actually just did like a little piece on me and she was like how do you um do it all looks like you're doing this you're doing that and the third and i was like girl there's 50 11 things on my to-do list mm-hmm. i've just decided you are important to me and i'm sitting down and doing this but don't think because i'm doing this i'm just like check and i did this and i did this and I, girl no mm-hmm. i'm not doing it all but what you can do it all is have an erection all day because that's what you deserve Ew. now that's one thing i'll never stop Listen, we're talking about cheering. We're talking about having it all. One thing you can have that you deserve is an erection for as long as you want. So we want to tell you about Blue Chew. They are in our podcast starter kit. They are friends of the podcast. We love Blue Chew. They love us and y'all love them as well. Y'all keep telling me about how much y'all like them. So what is Blue Chew? Blue Chew is, I don't know. Oh, here it is. So what is Blue Chew? Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So we know it will work for you. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. (laughs) 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 They're packed and ready for the cruise. We're going on a cruise in 11 days, 10, yes. 11 days. And let me tell you who's joining my carry-on package. They give you the uh, the Super Mario doo-doo-doo and he becomes all. <laughs> I actually <laughs> used your uh, discount code. Did you? Blue, Blue Chew, yeah. Yeah. But they good. I'd just be taking them. Just Hello? <laughs> they the X taste good. Right <laughs> now, <laughs> right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use promo code LOVEHOUR. Love hour. Just pay $5 for shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, blue like the color, B-L-U-E dot com, promo code LOVEHOUR to Love try hour. it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for being friends of the podcast friends and of for the party. sponsoring Boom. the podcast. So let's talk about, let's answer the first How question. Are How are we doing? Kevin, let's go down the list. I'm doing better now that my travel schedule is is lessening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday I told Joe, he was like, he asked me to do something. I was like, I'm gonna be out of town tomorrow. And he was just like, <sighs> I was like, we talked about this. <laughs> We talked about it. He's like, I know, I know. It's just so one thing that I've helped. One thing that's helped me (laughs) is to maximize the moments that I do have. That's a whole word. So when we are home, too, Kev. Yes, we play living room soccer. I beat the brakes off him. I beat him on his birthday. Like I'm not gonna let you win. You beat me, you beat me for real. He's he nice, my, too. You, he's not. Yeah, yeah, I be sweating bullets. Yes, you be pushing him over, too, huh? Melissa pushes. She I push cheats. Him. I oh, play God, for I real. Like, we play for real. I played uh, Call of Duty. He beat the brakes off me. I, when you're a dad, you realize you are trash at video games because you you don't play them for a long time. Yeah. Man, my son was shooting me. I sit on the bed. All right, enough. <laughs> so <laughs> I go to his soccer games as much. Not always his soccer practice because you, you're not really being a part of the moment in soccer practice. They're just practicing. You're just sitting. But the games, I be present. I tried not to have my phone out. I did miss a goal one time. I was at a tournament, just me and him all day. 
and I went to check to see if um, something was uploaded, and he scored a goal, and I was like, I will never. Did let he that see happen. you? Did he look back no, and no, see no, you? You no, were looking no. down at your phone, and I had seen him score more goals that game, and I'd be I like focused on being really present during his games, and even cheering the way he wants me to cheer. Like I'm like I used to like embarrass him and make him laugh, and he was like, "Could you just say go JoJo?" <laughs> oh, okay. Can you just clap and say yay and go JoJo? Good job. And you didn't get sensitive about that because no. I'd have been like, "Oh, I, I." I'm, I'm telling see you, see if you hear me again. One, one thing I'm working on as a parent That's is to a try to raise the them and love them in the way that they best receive. Yes. Like for instance, my son Isaiah, he grew his hair out, and I was like, "Please cut it." Mm-hmm. Like he looks so clean with the low even. He got the he had the wave potential. He's like, <laughs> "I want to go a fro," and I was like, "Okay." So he grew a fro, made sure he gets lineups. Then he put his hair in the like you know black boy twist. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like teaching him how to do that stuff, and I realized like that's parenting. It's not necessarily me enforcing on you right. what I think your life should be, yeah. but me trying to be the best version of help that you need as you need it. So, you know, I try to take them, take moments with them each time uh, when I'm at home and be present. So hopefully as they have memories, cause as a kid, I played sports. My parents never came to any of the games, but I don't even remember most of that. Mm. Like for the overall, I remember having good parents who were overall supportive. And I just try to flood his memory with a lot of positive things so that when I'm gone, he could be like, man, we, but when my dad is here, it'd be lit. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. we play Uno, we play, um, uh, well, Super Uno, Jenga, uh, uh, Phase Ten, uh, Smash Bros. Like I play dodgeball with him at his birthday party. You know what I mean? I don't just stand by and be on my phone. I'd be like, if we're playing dodgeball, let's play. You know what I'm saying? So, um, even though Kev smacked one of the kids playing, I was trying not. I was trying to leave that. <laughs> I, out. I, was, I was like, oh, I'll be not going there. <laughs> it sounds so bad, but I did yeah. smack one of his teammates on accident because I slipped and fell trying to play with these kids. <laughs> fell, and my hand went back and smacked this kid in the face. But at least that's a memory. Like I, was, <laughs> I was up in there, you know, so yeah, I, I host the werewolf game for yeah. his birthday party. Like I try to be present because I know I'm going to be gone. So because what I realize is a lot of parents who uh, even a lot of times in my life, I was there for nine to five. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, like, hey, how y'all doing? All right. I'm in my room. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so you don't have to be gone to not be present. Yeah. You yeah. could be, you know, 100%. absent in the home, yeah. you know, just, just like your kid when he made you feel bad about your life. <laughs> and you're home every day. Like, you have to make time to be present. So yeah. that's what Melissa told me because I'd be feeling like a bad father. Oh, my goodness. That... Like, I'd be feeling like the worst father. Yeah. And I feel like the money is not going to make it important. They're going to be like, yeah, my dad is Kev on stage, but he wasn't dad yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah. And he was Ooh. a good job at this. But he wasn't there for this, you know what I mean? And I'd be like having bad memory or visions of that. Um, So I just try to make every moment count. Um, So that was good. So I think your tidbit there was uh, maximizing the moments that you do have. Yes. All right, Glenn. I I would say that, uh, you know, stay at home dad, right? Working from home and then like trying to do home stuff and work stuff at home is just ridiculous, you Mm -hmm. know? And so one of the things that we did recently, and I hit you up about this and asked for Mm -hmm. advice, um, is actually got an office space. So now I'm in a co-working space where like all my work stuff is at work Mm -hmm. and my home stuff is at home. That's a good idea. And so Yvette was kind of like, she was like, listen, like you you would work all day if if no one stopped you, you know what I mean? And so there's no hard stop time where I can know that, hey, during dinner time, you're gonna come in here and hang out with the kids while I eat, the, while I make dinner. Right. And so um, I, I, so we got a workspace and that has been, and we only had it for a few weeks, but mm-hmm. it's been amazing. Like I go in there and I'm just free to work. I don't gotta change nobody's 
diaper or right. wipe anybody's butt while I'm, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's always something. When I'm there, I'm. I'm you're at work. Are you trying to say that I don't? I'm just saying, like, when it, you were working. So I, okay, yeah, go ahead. I mean, go I'm ahead, because I, I got facts. Your... I mean, I got, I, got receipts. <laughs> I got receipts. I got receipts. The thing is, I just think, I think the reason that the workspace is good is because when he was home and even if he'd have like the office door shut or whatever he could hear what was going on right so he himself made the decision to walk out and there would be times when i call on him but most of the time you just would walk out and be like you don't talk to your mom like that well let me help you yeah, with yeah, yeah. you know what i mean or you just like, hear it like i hear a baby crying her washing dishes this happening this happened i'm like i can't sit here and stand for right. this i'm yeah. coming out there to help yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah 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 um and then it makes me irritated because when i go back to work i'm yeah. just like where was i again right and you know so our team isn't um our team is kind of small so i'm editing i'm still doing music for the pot for the videos I'm yeah still, you know what i mean so it's like a whole bunch of stuff in production that needs to get done and uh i really do need the time to focus on that so we mm -hmm. got a workspace and that's Helped me as a man. I didn't realize how much I need to compartmentalize certain things in my life. Right. I always thought that was like something that was against me or like a, a bad trait that men have. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. always compartmentalizing everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like need that. Like yeah. I need to have my space over here, so yeah. there's not like toys on my desk while I'm working. Right. That's good. That was a really good um, tidbit because as I have become um, trying to launch the conference and recently trying to launch a new um, business venture that I'm trying to launch right now. Um, it's very easy for me to get caught up. Yeah. Uh, because your laptop is your office. Mm -hmm. And so wherever your laptop is, you can work. And so having that ability to separate the two, two and almost like sign out, clock out. Yeah. And go home and be present. That's important. That was a really good tip. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anything you'd like to add, Yvette? I'm struggling over here with my tips, so girl. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm not sure that I have a tip. I feel like, to be honest, like for me, it's hard for me to take on the fact that like I'm considered an influencer mm -hmm. only because I feel like I'm married to an influencer and by default I'm considered Ooh, an influencer. Um, and so with the podcast that we have now, it seems like it's becoming more of an actual thing that I'm pursuing and trying to make something. And so how I'm doing is I'm just trying to, to, I don't know, come to terms with who I am in all of this. Listen, like, what, that's so good. And I agree wholeheartedly. Melissa well, had them exact thoughts. I still have verbatim. those exact thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think a part of it is you saying like you really wanting it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like, it's coming to you. You kind of like, yeah, I like this. But then like, she sees a negative comment or something like that. She's like, I don't want to be. Man. I totally get it. Wait, tell me more. I want to hear from your perspective. So the other thing is too, is like, I'm in the, I feel like I'm in the, and I will try not to get emotional because I'm feeling a little Girl, emotional. Girl, don't do it because I'm a sympathy I, crier. Um, Let's make a connection but like, well. <laughs> Flows through. Okay, okay. But like the thing is, when my when I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter is the is when I started saying, okay, like I loved teaching. Mm -hmm. I loved teaching. I loved doing it, being an ASB advisor. I loved being the BSU advisor. I loved math. Yeah, like I loved it all. Like I was living out my dream mm -hmm. from a little girl. I said, I'm going to be a math teacher. I knew everything I had to do in order to make that happen, and it happened. And so when I found out that I was pregnant with my daughter. I was like, I can't let Glenn take care of my girl. 
Like, because we have mm-hmm. two boys. We had two boys. You didn't care about and them boys. I mean, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> let me, like, let me back up. Because, you know, when, like, I, I never, I just I never thought that, like, I'd be married to a man who was, like, a stay-at-home dad. And right. there was nothing wrong with that at all. No, like, no, I sure. think it was, I think it was divine. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, in hindsight, Glenn being home with our boys was very um, important. It was your idea. It was very valuable. It was my idea. It was because he didn't, well, we'll tell that yeah. story another time. But um, it was valuable. And so then when I found out that I was pregnant with a girl that I've always wanted, like I, mm. my mom and I have a, I can't see Kev, sorry. Oh, I'm so talking sorry. to you. My bad, I'm trying to keep losing. I'm just trying to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I found out, I was, I've always wanted a girl because my mom and I have like a really good relationship. And so I was like, I just want that. Like, I just want to have, I just yeah. want to keep it going, you know? And so when I found I was pregnant with her, it was like, he, he can't be home with her. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be yeah. home with her. And so that last year of teaching was like, I was always having this internal debate. Like, do I really keep doing this? Am I going to, whatever. And so it got to the point, like Glenn said, where I just kind of slowly was like, okay, I'm not going to. Because I had, <laughs> mind you, it took me seven years to get my credential cleared. In California, you have to get your credential cleared. You can do it. You're supposed to do it within five, but I got a two-year extension. <laughs> so, wow. And that's that when she, the year that she was born was the seventh year. And it was like, you need to either do this or you can't teach anymore in the state mm. of California right now. And so I was just like, you know, I'm just not going to do it. And I didn't really have a solid conversation letting him know that that was what I was doing. But it was kind of like you know I want to be a stay-at-home mom, so you're going to figure it out. Yeah. So I just kind of was like, I'm going to stay home now. Do you think it was that conscious for you, or do you think it was kind of even like a passive-aggressive decision, but also not a decision for you? It was probably a combination of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was a combination of both. Um, yeah. And so I say all of that to say that, like, when Glenn says you have to really want it, the thing is, I really wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to be home with my kids and educate them at home and do all the things that I had, like, pictured a good mom to do. Mm -hmm. And so when these things are arising with this influencer lifestyle, it's kind of like, yeah, I think it's awesome that we're able to... Um, impact families the way that we are or just be like what do you call it the proof or yeah the proof the proof we're for, not the example with the proof um, for these families that was good Glenn with another bar I told you I had bars <laughs> you do I can you see your music it. mind <laughs> but um, and so it's like you're lyrical mm. yeah I like it yeah he's okay, keep going. Words. so I want to be I want to be yeah I don't know it's hard because Glenn's like you have to really want it and I'm like I do want it but I also wanted this and I'm not doing well at this right now I feel like I'm not killing it as like a stay at home mom and homeschool teacher like I'm I'm pretty fabulous yeah right (laughs) but I'm not able to do it right now and I know I can master this given the right tools to master it and so I am conflicted I think I'm conflicted as far as um, I don't know what yeah. I'm doing or and I think I, he's been trying to figure it out because she was like yo we need a nanny yeah. and we need a nanny and that's it and I'm like how much is a nanny though yeah. you know what I'm saying but do you feel like are you saying you need a nanny because you feel like that will give you the time and space to figure out the influencer job so that way you could pull away from mommy 
So I actually, when we hired her, we actually hired a nanny. Okay. And when we hired her, I said, you are here so that I can spend more time with my kids. So oh. I don't want to be doing dishes and cooking and oh. doing all that stuff. I want to be able to, to like active stuff. With like yesterday, for example, I was sitting at the kitchen table, like drawing with my kid a comic while she was washing dishes and cleaning mm. up the kitchen. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you're here to help me with the kids, but you're also here so that I can spend more time with them. Because it was getting to the point where I'd be like washing dishes or telling them, hold on, I have to do this or hold on, I have to do that. that. And it's like. I'm not even like hanging out and enjoying my children right, right now. Yeah. Like I'm always telling them to wait or or they want to play like sorry and they can't really play sorry by themselves because they can't read the cards. Mm-hmm. And it's like I can't do that right now because I'm trying to do another motherly thing for you. Yeah. Melissa has that, too, because she I wants that, to cook dinner. I have the same. It's conflict. very important to her. Yeah. And I just want to say that. Well, the funny thing about it is that I think it's um, yeah, it's layered by the mommy thing, layered by, of course, the wifely duty things, and then now trying to be an influencer. Yeah. So, are you even stepping into the role of influencer? Are you trying to even step into it? Or are you still trying? To- I am. I am. Am I? I don't know. Girl, I heard all types of questions. <laughs> that was three different questions. I mean, all said the same way. I don't want to speak for you, but go ahead. That's so, why I'm allowing her to talk. I'm shutting him up, too, because I, one of the I things. I got the baby now. I, I know what to say. Another and that's why I allow both of you, oh, because one of the God. things that Kevin does, and I've noticed he does, too, is. Um, well, that happens for Glenn, for Melissa as well. That happens for Yvette yeah. as well. Well, Yvette has actually said, well, child, she's here. Let her speak. <laughs> yeah. Because you may capture, a, he may not capture a nuance that yeah. you'll be able to articulate that much better coming from you. So I don't want him to speak for you. That's yeah. why I'm like, so please tell me more. Okay, okay. So I feel like I have finally more so embraced the title of influencer um i definitely have been more mindful with my posts on social media or things that i say because or even like companies that i'll stand behind because i realize now that when people hear me speak Mm -hmm. they may be like internalizing that and proceeding in a way because i said something which is very uncomfortable for me to even think of but it's just how it has arrived and so i feel like it would be really dangerous for me to not acknowledge the fact that i am an influence Mm -hmm. and that i have an influence and if i don't use my influence in the way that i want to use it in a way that i'm kind of dictating it to be then it's just i I have to take hold of it. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know that I fully stepped into my role as influencer, but I do believe that I have begun slowly to. Uh, <laughs> I do it too, though. I'm like speaking, but I also need I'm like, to I don't want to like lie, yeah. but I, I feel like yeah. I'm slowly um, stepping into that role as. She's looking for your nod I know, like, agreement. can you just give me something? Oh, I can talk now? Uh, <laughs> she just needed your nod in agreement. She didn't ask for your opinion. Yeah. Would you agree? I would say because so. Because I, I think that you have, like, um, I think that you probably would like to see me step out more. No. It's, yeah. it's just that, you know, during this time of an influencer, we have opportunities to work with certain companies and do certain things. So I'm like we're gonna do this, right? 
and you're like, I don't want to do that. I want to do this over here. And I'm like, well, if you got an opinion about it, you got to do this over here too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's not so much that she's not stepping out. It's just that I have said no to things because she didn't want to do it. Right. And I'm like, well, then that hurts my pockets and I got to figure out a way to kind of maneuver. So if you have an opinion on it, you got to hop on the train. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? With me because mm -hmm. it, it helps me, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and I'm not alone in making these decisions. Yeah. I think that, um, so much of what you just said I identify with because you do become an influencer by default. Yeah. And for a long time, I would say that I was um, subconsciously fighting against the title. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to post. I didn't want to do anything. I don't want to be in your your videos. I don't want to yeah. like, I don't want to do <laughs> yeah. any of it. And mm -hmm. it was almost like, a, I don't know that it was like active, like I just don't want to do it because I don't want to be an influencer as much as like I just kind of wasn't interested in I want to be able to keep my anonymity. I want to be able to post what I want. I want to be able to do what I want. I don't want you to look at me no certain way. I don't want you to put me on no pedestal. I don't want none of the things. And so I shied away from it. And so that's why I was even asking, like, is the nanny thing to allow you that space or is it but you said it wasn't so i'm almost wondering it's a, combination. a combination because i do want her to free me up to also be able to like go to starbucks and do um what are they called the things for this youtube thumbnails, uh, descriptions. thumbnails. Oh, okay thumbnails descriptions you know just being able to do that stuff or even scheduling instagram posts for our pod mm -hmm. for our podcast so it's a combination of things and you know you said something that really triggered a thought in my mind but growing up, I was always like, like my dad was a preacher, my mom was a choir director. And so I was kind of like the token, like, look at that good Christian girl over there. Mm -hmm. And so I was always the one that parents were comparing me to, their children, to, comparing mm -hmm. their children to. And so it was like, I hated that. Even when we got married, I was like, I just want to go to a church where nobody knows me. Mm -hmm. Like, I can just be under the radar. We go to church, we leave, it's that. And I have not been able to escape Mm -hmm. any of it like i just spoke <laughs> at our church this weekend Girl, and i'm like i'm like what I is want going to know me. yeah i'm preaching sunday and also. here i am it's just like i don't it's it's something that i can't escape and i feel like sometimes you like it's like it's not dangerous well, it can be irresponsible too irresponsible that's a very good word um but i just feel like the lord has kind of given me gifts that deserve to be shared with the world. Hundred percent. Can and I encourage so, you really quickly for yeah. just one, two moments? Because I feel like I'm literally we are like walking parallel paths, you know. And oh, I don't want to get emotional, but now I got emotional. Um, but one of the things that happened for me is that the moment I stopped running, mm -hmm. the moment I stopped running, I feel like God literally started putting these building blocks in place and making these connections with people that I feel like I never would have been able to make. And literally, I almost think I posted this just recently and it's always God just saying, um, you're on the right path. Mm. Keep going. Mm. And it was because I was no longer fighting against him. When I quit my job, let me tell the truth. That's why I said, let me, let me tell the truth. Tell the Jonah truth. Shame the devil girl. I literally feel like God pushed, sh kicked me out 
of my job mm-hmm. because I held on to it for far too long to the mm-hmm. point where he had to close the whole company down mm-hmm. and was like, girl, go and do this. Yeah. And that's almost why I was asking about um, your, um, I just kind of stopped looking because sometimes it's <laughs> yeah. like that underlying yeah. whisper yeah. of like, this is what you should be doing. And you just get to a point where sometimes it's a little bit of apathy like i just really don't care and then sometimes it's a little bit like i mean maybe i'm interested and i don't really know you know what i mean but then you can use um uh i actually just posted my show up for myself video and i called them uh paralyzing excuses that can start Mm. off valid yeah but they move into paralysis so you have i am a mother and that's legit yeah i am a wife and that's legit. But now they're just excuses mm. to prevent you from doing and, and moving into your call. Yeah. So finding the best. And so the moment I was like, wow. okay, God, for real, I'm going to do it. I'm going to just do it scared. I feel like mm. that's when all of the, the conference was born. Mm-hmm. The, the fact that you're on this podcast in real life, this mm-hmm. connection is solely because I've said yes and stop kicking and screaming six months ago. You know yeah. what I mean? And so, again, I think my encouragement to you is um, letting go and just walking in it and not look and do it your way. Yeah. Because Kevin yeah. always thinks he's got the blueprint. You need to post every single day. Yeah. People are going to forget about you. You need to remain relevant. You haven't posted in three days. Why? Sir? <laughs> If I ain't I'm going, you how to do nothing, and I don't even know. But how why? Long because long. I eventually had the conversation that was like, I don't want this pressure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and if I'm going to do it, I have to do it my way. Otherwise, you're going to force my me to way. run, and I'm not going to do it at and all. The Lord closed your job last time. You're running from yourself. You're yeah, but that was me. the Lord. <laughs> you can never outrun your own feet. You know and what's so, crazy too is like if the like Yvette has doesn't for me. I think it's hard for her to see that. It's not that people are comparing their kids to you. It's like you obviously has a have a light in you that shines. Yes. And people are going to see it whether you want them to see it or not. And that's, that's the thing hard. is people with the light, you can't hide. Mm. You always get put to the front of something. But you always want to. You always want to hide. You yes. You always want to hide. Yeah. You want the light to go out. <laughs> you don't want to be seen. I just want to be irregular. I don't know why. Sometimes, I don't know if this happens for you. We're all off topic. But sometimes I get... Um, I don't know what to call it, so I'm making this up. It typically they call it like survivor's remorse, but I want to call it like successful, uh, or yeah. where it's like, God, why? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't want to get emotional again. I don't understand why this is when we were having the goat conversation. Why people can be doing the exact same things that we're doing, trying to make it work, trying to, and it doesn't. But for whatever reason, if I do something, it works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just want to. I don't I want to hide sometimes I just want to be regular sometimes I don't want that spotlight on my life I just want to be regular and God be like nope speak Mm -hmm. nope do this Mm -hmm. nope do that I don't want to and so you get to a point where even that's conflicting Mm -hmm. you know what I mean you have that I don't know the internal confliction where you're just like why have you appointed me Mm -hmm. what is so me that I'm the one on this platform that I'm it's such a responsibility and sometimes that's daunting yeah 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 was it helpful or not at all it was beautiful <laughs> no it was great, it was great. 
Paralyzing excuses. Paralyzing excuses. We have to be, um, and maybe that's my tip. My my tip is um, number one, being aware of them and not allowing you to allow allowing them to stop you. Because um, I just read this meme the other day that said, "Done is better than perfect." Mm. Yeah, yeah. Done is better than perfect. Done is better than perfect. You know what's funny? Uh, Romy Malco just um, he produces his own movie. He crowdfunded it and stuff like that. And his manager was like, how can you do that? You're an established actor. He'd been trying to do this, get this movie done for years, reaching out to studios, all these people who made all the movies with him in it. He's like, hey, we all produce this thing that I'm in. Nobody, they'd be like, oh, we like the character, but we're not sure, we're not sure. Um, so finally he did crowdfunding and he got it made, right? And he said, his manager was like, this is gonna be a bad look for you as an established actor to have to crowdfund. Mm. And he said, am I really an established actor if nobody will do Co-sign, my movie. Right. Yeah. And he said that a proof of concept is better than an idea. Yeah. Yes. When you see that it's actually done and able to be done, are you taking him from me? I think so. Yeah, Does I mean, he he, he's oh. cool. Yeah, he's hungry. As long as you're comfortable. Are you I'm comfortable? Fine. Okay, I good. like well, baby. You do, you he baby. ain't crying <laughs> and screaming. All right. Um, so he said a proof of concept is better than an idea. So I had a meeting yesterday with a company and we're, I'm talking about ideas for shows I have and I'm like, we've done this. Like, we've shot this already. Mm. Like, and they're like, oh, you, you shot it? Like, cause everybody's like, travel shows are so hard. I'm like, not really. Yeah. They just like, I'll, I'll send you some links. And you know, we only shot like three or four of them, but I already have the idea. So this is showing you that, oh, this is already done. Yeah. And that's, people will come along with uh, something that's already happening yeah. before they'll be the ones to be like, I'll help you start right. yeah. this idea. It's just like pushing a car. Okay, are you okay? When you're pushing a car, if your car breaks down, if you're outside pushing it, people will jump out and help you push. Yeah. If you're sitting in there like, my car's broken down, people are not gonna stop. 100%. They wanna help you looking like you're already doing something mm. before they wanna start the process yourself. And um, that's what I said. Yeah, and I just wanna shout out uh, to you guys because you 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 are a great you know proof of what you're able to do for us. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The Love Hour Conference, we just paid off our little. Uh, I got your thing today. We definitely on the conference. Yeah. I, we was like, we don't want to go up on the show. They be like, oh, y'all ain't pay us. <laughs> Put us on blast. So we had to go ahead and. Uh, but yeah, like you know that, and, and I think a lot of your stuff working previously at ADD like has allowed you to be so professional because you yeah. guys like the whole situation coming up here was just like man they have so mm-hmm. many of their ducks in a row mm-hmm. it's hard to fail we were like if you were to come <laughs> down to us but i mean like even like hey this is the travel information do you need yeah. this do you, like it was so much care put into yeah. you guys having us out here thank you like you guys oh, are great yeah <laughs> great job um thank you guys so much i think this was such a, a great was. conversation i almost want to have a separate conversation with just you one day i told which him is that. what um, I think the original idea was, oh, I do want to do it for women only. That has become a paralyzing excuse. And well, maybe I was going to tell you, I don't know how to put on makeup, so we should do like a. Oh, that's a good idea. A conversational like. Get ready with me. <laughs> that is a great idea. That's we should scary. totally do yeah, it. it <laughs> I pitched that to her, but she don't want to listen to me no more. So no, where the idea Receipts. is, like, <laughs> uh. Conversations and makeup or something. What's uh, an alliteration that goes with that? Um, 
think about it. Yeah, we'll think about it. But it's like, you know, when they do. I got something. Talk the wordsmith. I ain't finna get shut down on camera. That's what I'm not going to do. I think it's a great idea. So I love that. If we can do and we just get dressed and have conversations. It's almost like a great ready with me, but like we're talking about cute stuff. I'll think about it. Okay. Anyways, thank you guys so much. I really enjoyed this conversation. I think we gave some really good tidbits. And one of the things that Kevin always says is finding the balance between aspirational and inspirational. And sometimes aspirational feels untouchable um but we can inspire people because we're on the set like we are so real we're going through this grind we are not perfect (laughs) by any stretch of the imagination and so to have these conversations makes us that much more touchable and relatable and um inspirational so i'm excited thank you guys so much for joining us today thank you guys for joining us today on today's episode of the love hour podcast thank you for speaking girl we force it out of you i'm so excited (laughs) um love hour conference we in there. We're gonna be there. Yes. VIP. Come yes. I'm and it's our. T- it's like right before our ten year anniversary. Yes. That was like our VIP sold commercial. out. VIP is sold oh, out. Sorry. But I did just announce. Um, by the time this comes out, you will be able to register for the Pajama Jam for singles. There will be. It's fine. There will be a Pajama Jam for our single women. There will be a panel of women that will give really great information. The atmosphere will be very like um, sleepover spend the nighty come in your pajamas we're gonna have music it's gonna be such a good time i'm so excited for that wait so can i go or do i listen i'm trying to figure out how i can do both because the vow renewal service and the pajama jam will be um yeah there will be crossover time yeah so i'm trying to figure out how i can like go back and forth to make sure i say hi to the folks um but i'm really excited it's gonna be a great time all the information of course will be in the description box if you're interested in supporting any of our sponsors because as always the podcast is free to you but it is at supported and when you support our sponsors you support the podcast thank you guys for listening We'll be back next week in your feed with a brand new episode and some OBGYNs that will be there as well. Okay, bye. 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 If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.